Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, the apple of God's eye. This is Faith and Oak Podcast and if you're joining in for the first time, you're in the right place and welcome to the family. And for existing listeners, I just want to say welcome as well and thank you for all your support. How are you doing? How are your loved ones doing? I hope you've been having a wonderful month so far and um you know there's so much to be thankful for uh looking at you know the news and everything happening all around you know um it's it's there's a lot you know to to really reflect on and also be grateful for so i just want to thank god that you are alive you can hear and you can listen to me and i'm also alive so i want to thank god for the mercy of god keeping each and every one of us and i pray that god's mercy and god protection and and God will continue to keep us all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So this month has been an amazing month and we've been talking about, you know, this, the anchor topic, which is confessions. So this week is going to be part two. So for um, listeners, uh, if you missed, you know, the last two weeks uh, discussion, please, you can avail yourself by going back to listen to it. And also, if you've missed the previous weeks, a month, um, please, you know, I encourage you to also go back to listen. And I believe and trust that you'll be richly blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. So before I dive into, you know, today's discussion, I just want to say a quick word of prayer. Mighty God, we just want to say thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you for... um bringing us together uh for for this week's podcast discussion and we invite you to have your way and take your place and i pray for hearts and mind that will listen to today's podcast even uh as of now and even at a later time i pray that you know uh they would encounter they will hear you and also the special word and message you have for them that they would receive in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray that your word will bring light to as many that would listen to this uh, podcast discussion. And I just pray that your name alone will be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome. <laughs> so we're just going to go right in. So last week... Um, Oh, last two weeks actually. Uh, the last, ep- uh, the previous episode was released. So, the anchor scripture for this month is uh, Psalm one hundred and nineteen, verse one hundred five, which is, "Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a guide unto my path." And a Bible character reference uh, for today is David. So I share some some life lessons from the life of um, Joseph. Uh, the prior um, discussion. So this week is going to be on David. So if you're not very familiar with the story of David, I encourage you to please go and read the scriptures uh, for First Samuel and also Second Samuel. And I believe you'll be richly blessed. And also I know in the book of Chronicles also um, continues on with the story of 
David, but the first and the second Samuel gives you a good introduction to to the life of of David. So before I go into uh, the lessons uh, of David, um, the book of Psalms was literally written by David, which you know it was God ministering to him, and pretty much it was just you know his communion with God, and and pretty much it was like you know when you're talking and having um, conversation with someone. The book of Psalms is pretty much, you know, um, David and God's, you know, relationship, basically. You know, the times he was feeling down, the times he was feeling happy, the times he was feeling, you know, excited, the times that, you know, he had so many things happening in his life. David was expressing all of that. So um, the Psalms is, a, is also really good, you know, Bible scripture for you to also read and also learn from and, and also declare God's promises and believe God's promises over your life. So a little bit about the story of David. So David, you know, grew up in a family that, you know, he was pretty much um, neglected. You know, um, his dad, because he was not really regarded he was sent to go and take care of the family's um, sheep in the wilderness, basically. So David, at a very young age, you know, was set apart from his brothers. So I can imagine what could be going through his mind. Like, oh, you know, is there is there something that he had done that made him to be... Um, for, for for his family to pretty much, you know, let him be by himself. Because the story of David, you know, um, expresses in the account that, you know, David was always in the in the bush, you know, in the wilderness, taking care of the sheep, making sure they are fine. So you can just imagine that sort of separation from your family, like missing out on, you know, um, fun, exciting things happening at home, and, you know, and probably when he comes around the house and they are sharing with him, oh, this happened, we did this, we did that. So for someone at a very young age, it's just, I can't even, you know, put into words enough, you know, how difficult that would have been for him. But, you know, this, with the story of David, with David being a very young you know, teenager, and as he continued to grow in in stature, David never, you know, went about just, you know, expressing how um, angry he is or or how he felt neglected. I'm sure it will go through his mind, but David never came to that point that that was just everything that he was focused on. He understood that it was in a season. He understood that God has a plan for him. And that comes to the place of, you know, knowing who you are, having a relationship with God and just understanding God's promises concerning you. Because, you know, you might be going through something right now, that event, the season you're in or what you might be going through should not define who you are, should not, should not define you. Even if you failed or done some things that are bad, that was an event. That was an experience. And it's past. 
and you're choosing to move forward and you're choosing to hold on to God's promises concerning your life. So David had his confidence in God. He knew who he was and he had his relationship with God. You know, the Bible referenced David as a man after God's heart because God loves, you know, God's love for David was shown in his commitment, was shown in, in his intentionality, was shown in his dedication to God. Because David was someone that even while he was in the bush, you know, all alone, it took time to just commune with God, whether playing his instrument or or just, you know, probably in praise, in prayer, or just pouring out his heart to God. You know, he always had God involved in everything that concerns him. So today I just want to encourage you for that burden that is on your heart, for that weight of situation that is on your shoulder, for that, you know, thing that is being of great worry or bringing anxiety or making, you know, or giving you sleepless night or even making you feel so angry or fearful or in, in, in doubts. Or even, you know, unbelief. And you're you're just struggling with, with all of this. I just want to let you know, just like David, you can pour your heart to God. You can, you know, get to a place where you can be vulnerable. And just let God into your heart. Or just let God, you know, know all of the things you're going through. Because God loves you. And his plans for you are good. And he doesn't want you to go through, you know, life and all the challenges you might be passing through all by yourself. God wants to help you. And I pray that, you know, as you pour your heart out to God and allow God in to your situation, you would definitely see divine shift concerning that situation in the name of Jesus. And another thing about David that I really liked is that, you know, he, he was someone that loved to praise. You know, um, instead of focusing on his current circumstances, he chose to praise God. He chose to, you know, shift his focus and magnify God. Because as human, it's not easy. Most times, just like, okay, you know what? I'm feeling down, you know... I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting, you know, things to turn around and I'm not getting or seeing anything yet. What are you going to do? You're just going to probably just stay in that mood, right? But rather, David turned, you know, uh, a situation or whatever, instead of the situation bringing him down, David chose to rise up and just, you know, Put some praise on and just, you know, magnify God above the situation. And I pray that, you know, as you take steps to praise God, to thank God, to to dwell on the faithfulness of God, even, even you might not even be feeling like it, you can put some praise and worship or some some songs in your background and just and just let it saturate your atmosphere. Because you know what? There is the the praise is a weapon you know as 
as you allow praise, as you allow worship to take over, it starts working in your heart as well, not just in your atmosphere. It takes over your body, soul, spirit, and just uplifts you, you know, um, beyond what you can think or imagine. So I encourage you to put your praise on, no matter what you're going through, and just declare and confess over yourself God's promises concerning that situation another lesson from the life of david that i would like to um also mention is that david drew strength from god you know sometimes when you're going through difficulty the the tiredness even even just feeling exhausted from the worries and you know not knowing what to do and probably you've done your best and it's like you know you've spent m- pretty much almost all of your strength and it's like you're just really exhausted but I just want to let you know like David as he drew strength from God as he pressed into God even when he doesn't know what to do even when he's going through difficult challenge even when this the entire you know situation of their family structure is just not the normal David chose to press in and draw strength from God So I just want to encourage you today to draw strength from God, to press into God. Even if you don't feel like it, just just say, God, help me. God, strengthen me. Lord, I feel weak. I need you. Please help me. You know, and and as as you ask God, you would experience God come through for you. You know, the word of God says God's grace is sufficient enough for his strength is made perfect in your weakness so even if you're feeling weak right now you can trust that god's strength will keep you strong and his grace would uphold you in jesus name another lesson that i want to share from the life of david is that holding on to god's faithfulness you know just uh as to the life of David, he had experienced, you know, a lot of difficulty, even while he was left alone in the bush or in the wilderness, if you might say, you know, encountered really, really, you know, um, animals in the, in the field. And, you know, if he was someone who relied on his own strength or, or, did not know that you know God was for him even when he he had victory over some of those you know very not good encounters with those animals you could have probably said oh you know what I I I can't do this or oh I don't know if God will come true for for me again He, he never had any any doubt because he knew that as long as God is for him, nothing can stand against him. So I just want to encourage you today that, you know, you might be facing some mountains, um, some valleys, and, you know, roadblocks, limitation, barriers, and the list can just go on and on. I just want to encourage you just like, David begin to confess God's 
promises, God's word concerning those situations. And hold on to God's promises. Even when, you know, it might look at it might look as if how will this thing or situation turn around? You can trust God's word that it makes all things to work together for good for those that love God and that are called according to his purpose. And as you put your heart and your mind and propose and decide today that you're yielding everything that you're going through to God, I believe you would see things begin to turn around and shift for your good in the mighty name of Jesus. So uh, what I just want to add in terms of, you know, what came to my mind, you know, while thinking about confessions is that, you know, when your heart only believes what you understand, you know, so basically it's like what you feed your mind is what you would understand, is what you would dwell on, is what, you know, would end up coming out out of your mouth as a confession. So, so I just want to encourage you that, you know, from starting from your heart, begin to fill your mind with God's word, with God's promises, with positivity and confess the positivity in God's word. You know, when, when your heart and your mouth aligns and, and are consistent to what God has promised you, the situation has no choice but to give way. The situation has no choice than to bow down to God. Because with God, all things are possible. And you know, Sometimes you might feel like your back is against the wall. And, you know, disbelief creeps in, fear, uncertainty, and all of this, you know, negative emotions comes from different angles at you. I just want you to know you can count on God. God can be trusted. The word of God in Psalm 23 says, The Lord is our shepherd. There is nothing that we, sh- that we shall want. Another version says, There is nothing that you will lack. So, you can trust that God wants the best for you. No matter what you might be going through, no matter what people might be saying, no matter what might be the obvious circumstances that you're passing through, you can know and trust that God is for you. The word of God says there is no good thing that the Lord will withhold from you. And God is good. And he does good. So I just want to encourage you today. To know that. God will not leave you alone. God will not let you. To be going through the difficulty. And just you know. Allowing you to go through seasons. And phases. Of, of, of things. That are just. 
very hard. God loves you too much. So I encourage you to rise up and get your praise on. Rise up and propose in your heart that you would hold on to God's faithfulness. You hold on to God's word and begin to confess it. And also let your heart and your mouth begin to align together and speak God's promises over the situation and over yourself. And I pray that the joy of the Lord will be your strength and the grace of God will be sufficient enough for you and you have reasons to testify to the goodness of the Lord in the name of Jesus. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you've been encouraged. And I just encourage you to keep holding on to faith, hope, and love. And above all, stay connected to God. So get ready, get ready. Next month, God has a special word just for you. And I just want you to stay tuned and um, stay well and have a blessed day and week. Blessings.